Welcome to the Sharp 600 brought to you by Covers.com. Give us 600 seconds and we'll give you the tools you need to improve your handicapping. Thank you all for joining us today. My name, of course, is Joe Fortenball, and here's what we've got lined up for episode number 32. Golden Nugget odds maker Aaron Kessler, a good friend of mine, is going to join the show in just a couple minutes to discuss the impact of Aaron Rodgers' injury to not only the point spread, which is going to blow your mind when you hear how many points Aaron Rodgers is worth to the point spread, but the NFC North and NFC playoff pictures as well. After that, we're going to close the show by revisiting our NFL game of the year, which happens to go this Thursday night. We'll break that down for you. But we begin with some rest. Not for us, of course. Football season is when we grind. But rest as it pertains to NFL bye weeks. I was kicking around bye week information, both going into and coming out of, over the last few weeks and stumbled across something Monday morning when I thought about a situation that played out three times this past Sunday. Did you notice what happened to Atlanta, Washington, and Denver? Those were three of the four teams that came off the bye last weekend. More specifically, those are three teams that came off the bye as 10-point or greater favorites this past weekend. And do you know what happened? Atlanta, as a 14-point home favorite against the Miami Dolphins, lost outright 20 to 17. Denver as a 13 and a half point favorite at home off the bye against the New York Giants lost outright 23 to 10. And the Washington Redskins off the bye at home as an 11 point favorite against the San Francisco 49ers needed every bit of 60 minutes to win that game 26-24 while failing to cover the spread in the process. 3 games, 2 losses, Three against the spread defeats. This got me thinking, of course. If we went back in time and we created a large enough sample size, say since 1990, how do teams coming off the bye fare when laying 10 or more points? I know it's an obscure trend, but it's something worth considering based on what we saw this past weekend. Three teams were in that spot, two lost outright, three failed to cover. Well, you go back to 1990 which up through last week gives us almost 27 years worth of data, what you get is exactly 50 scenarios in which a team has come off a bye week and found itself as a 10-point favorite or greater. And in those 50 scenarios, the 10-point favorite has won outright 43 times. 43-6-1 straight up. Two of those losses just took place this past weekend with the Broncos and the Falcons. However, against the spread, teams in that situation, 18-30-2 against the points. That's good for a winning percentage of less than 38%. Bottom line here, the next time we see a scenario in which a team is coming off a bye and laying 10 or more points, we know that since 1990, when betting against that team, we have a 62.5% chance of covering the spread. Just something to file away as we work our way through the remainder of the 2017 NFL season. going to be up 500 by midnight. Yeah, Aaron Kessler from the Golden Nugget in Las Vegas will join us in just a moment. But first, if you get an opportunity, head on over to CoversExperts.com. Drop the promo code SHARP600. We'll give you a free $30 credit towards your next Covers Expert purchase. That's the promo code SHARP600 at CoversExperts.com. 
And while you're at it, don't think twice. Head over to Covers.com. Jump in the Streak Survivor Contest. It's completely free, and it'll give you a chance to win $100,000. To the Las Vegas desert we go. He's an odds maker at the Golden Nugget. You can follow him on Twitter at Aaron Kessler. Aaron Kessler joining us here on the Sharp 600. Aaron, thank you for your time. We'll jump into the big news out of the NFL this weekend. Aaron Rodgers goes down against the Minnesota Vikings with a broken collarbone. He could be lost for the season. What does this mean to Green Bay point spread? Specifically, how much is Aaron Rodgers worth to the Las Vegas point spread? Well, it's amazing. You know, this line movement is something we've really never seen before, even when Tom Brady got hurt. Because I heard people saying Rodgers was worth as much as 10 points, which is huge in itself. But looking at this week's line, you've got the Saints already as high as six in Green Bay. Got to think with Rodgers, you're looking at six, six and a half the other way. So he might be worth up to 12, 13 points, which is crazy. How does the Rodgers injury affect futures regarding both the NFC North and the NFC in general? Well, if we still had the divisions up, you would see the Vikings become a prohibitive favorite in the NFC North. You know, they've got a great defense. And they're a pretty solid team offensively, even with Case Keenum. But you're not seeing the Packers take as much of a hit in the conference futures and the Super Bowl futures, mainly because if Rodgers does come back from the playoffs, he's done this before, and he's led him to the Super Bowl. Thursday night football, it's the Chiefs minus three at the Raiders. I want to throw a trend at you and get your opinion as to whether or not this is something you would put any stock in. Since 1996... When you have a team playing on a Sunday and then traveling for a Thursday night game 1,500 or more miles across two time zones, which is exactly what the Chiefs have to do on Thursday, the home team in that situation is 11-1 straight up and 11-1 against the spread. The most recent instance of this was last year when the Raiders traveled to Kansas City on Thursday night. Chiefs won, Chiefs covered. Is that the type of trend you put any weight behind whatsoever, or is that generally something you'd look past? Well, that's a one heck of a trend you've got there. I try. I'm not a big trends guy myself, but, you know, you get something like that where you have a trend that's also got a narrative that goes with it, where you get the numbers that match up and the reason why it matches up. Something like that I think you can believe in. You know, it's definitely something to think about. I'd definitely consider it before I took Kansas City in the game. Let's transition to the college football world where the top 25 was turned upside down over the weekend. Clemson falls at Syracuse. Washington State falls at California. Washington goes down at Arizona State, just to name a few. Based on that information and the new look top 25, which features Alabama, Penn State, Georgia, and TCU as the top four teams, how would you approach betting this new look futures market? Well, it's funny. Once you start to see all this go in the early part of the season, I think I view it a little differently. A lot of people are going to start looking, oh, you've got teams like Miami who have zero losses. Maybe I can jump on the Miami train. Where I would go is start looking for teams that have one loss and value and a path. Any specific teams come to mind? The Notre Dame Fighting Irish. This team's got one loss to Georgia, who's a legitimate contender, and they've got a really tough schedule the second half of the season. So if Notre Dame can win out, I think they can punch their tickets to the playoffs. Finally, before I let you go, um, the Golden Knights are a couple weeks into the first professional hockey season in Las Vegas history. How's the action been? How's the overall excitement been for the hockey team? Well, the overall excitement's been wonderful. Everyone in town's talking about them. People who didn't know what a hockey puck was three months ago are going to the games, and they're the biggest fan. I was at the game a couple nights ago. Just 
great, great community out in Vegas, and people are really rallying around the team. As far as the action goes, hockey's definitely been up in handle. And, yeah, we do have people looking to bet the Knights. Follow him on Twitter, at Aaron Kessler, odds maker at the Golden Nugget in Las Vegas. Aaron Kessler joining us here on the Sharp 600. Aaron, thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. Hope to do it again soon. Sounds great. Thanks for having me. going to be up 500 by midnight. Yeah, All right. The moment of truth has arrived. If you've been with us since the first episode of this podcast, you know that our game of the year goes this week. Our three-game winning streak on Thursday night came to a conclusion last Thursday in Carolina as the Eagles upset the Panthers. Now, it wasn't a game we loved, but we still laid the points with Carolina. So we're going to look to get back on track this week and make it four winners over the last five Thursday night games. And this week, it's the Oakland Raiders plus three hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are an unbelievable 11-3 against the spread over their last 14 visits to the Coliseum in Oakland. But for those of you who have been following the podcast from the beginning, you know back in episode one, we gave this out as our game of the year. Now, granted, based on the fact that the Raiders have lost four straight and seem to have some issues possibly in the locker room, I don't love it as much as I did back then, but I'm still going to play it, and here's why. Teams in Kansas City's position since 1996, and what I mean by Kansas City's position is exactly this, having played on Sunday and then needing to travel 1,500 or more miles across two time zones for a Thursday night game. Teams in that situation are 1-11 straight up and 1-11 against the spread since 1996. The last time we saw this trend in play was last season when the Raiders traveled to Kansas City on a Thursday night, losing and in the process failing to cover. So while we don't love the game as our game of the year as much as we did back in episode one, we're still definitely going to play it. It's the Raiders plus three on Thursday night over the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to go ahead and call for the outright upset as the silver and black get back on track. That'll do it for this installment of the Sharp 600. Thank you so much for joining us today. We greatly appreciate it. If you get an opportunity, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. We're back on Wednesday with the College Football Spectacular. Until then, best of luck, everybody.